The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Senior guests, and my first thought was, wipes. which one did it for you? I don't know. I'm kidding. The cla- we are recording. We have nothing so but classy much. guests in this. But there's the other people studio. that use this studio. I know, absolutely. Which I'm really scum. pissed off about. Yeah. Pure but. filth, like Tripoli. It's disgusting. The real shocker was that this place has wipes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I assumed you, you brought them? them. Well, first I went to what used to be the maintenance closet, and now it's just Pellegrinos and bottled water. Yes. And then hmm. we're coming I, up, man. Yeah. And then I went to the manager's office and I just saw wipes and I was like, yeah. But I was ready to like spray 409 on cocktail napkins or something. You're going to handle it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much class here. You can so just good. feel it. But I also have the like experience that I've been here for too long where I'm like, I'll find, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know where the closets are. I can clean are. this up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always loved when Sebastian would follow like oh Bobby God. Lee or something and he'd go, he'd get on stage Wipe with it. Windex. Spray the mic down, wipe it off. Man, that guy's mouth is just disgusting. <laughs> I'd be like, God, that's so great. Uh, Probably some uh, swine flu topical jokes. Had to some, some some SARS related. Yeah, definitely. It, it, I I still think it's weird that the Asian people wear the masks in public here. Like I, when I was in Palm Springs, I would say the population of the casino I was performing in was like. 75 to 80 percent white serial killers and okay. then there was a 10 percent oh, i've been there in indio yeah yeah i saw your name up there i was there too yeah horrifying and, place yeah and that 10 percent of the rest of the people were asian and like a good half of them were wearing those masks while they sat at the slot machines and contemplated whether they were going to kill everyone else or just themselves kind of enjoy what's that. also weird about that gig is you're always competing with like the, the lead singer of Bad Religion yeah. solo project. Okay. Well, I, I was so up the, against... The casino is then full of whatever those fans yeah. might be, which are white serial killers. Yeah, I, I was up against Kenny Loggins the first night. Yeah, you're always up go. against, you're always up and, against uh, someone at that show. Creedence Clearwater Revisited. So right. two members of original this? CCR. This is Palm Springs, Indio oh, Springs. Oh, Indio, okay. Yeah. Oh, at yeah, the yeah. seasonal improv that's in oh, the conference that room. Is? Yeah. In the conference room. Yeah, it's a conference room. So I oh, was. Oh, you just did this. Didn't I did you? it. Uh, yeah, end of April. It wasn't I, that bad though. For, I mean, mine the stuff was I've done. Yeah. Mine wasn't that bad. First, first night. I was the Are last week of the year. Are you referring to touring with Polly? Or I, I love I, touring with Polly. Yeah. He 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 Had just he enjoys seeing that part of America. I already saw it. That's yeah, I, I never came saw from. it. Yeah, no. It was, I didn't want to go there. I never saw any of that stuff. See, this is what we were talking about and earlier. And Western Canada. Yeah. Oh, God, even worse. It gets worse. They are so racist up there. Oh, my God, yeah. And Way more racist us. than anything yeah. I've seen in America are yeah. the Canadians. But like in the in the oil swamps of Canada. Like Vancouver. Not... They call it Hongcouver. Oh, really? Because there's so many Asians, Chinese up there. They call it Hongcouver. I'm like, that's not Oh, us. I get it. Thank it took you. me a minute. I, I like, remember what? being in Edmonton and like looking at a newspaper and it being like, what do they call the, they call them natives, right? They hate the natives. That's who they're really racist yeah. against. And like, it was just a story about how someone bear maced a native for no reason. in Love like a Seven Eleven. I firstly didn't know bear mace was a thing. That's me how I learned either. about I'm bear mace. You got to take, it. yeah, because normal mace is only going to slow down a bear. <laughs> That's candy for a bear. Yeah. You got to. like, oh, this is good. I, I know someone you. that 
carried bear mace here and then real live like, bear mace yeah and they were like actually that's extremely illegal to spray a human with because it's it's more intense and they're like well good and i'll use it on a predator and like yeah but th- then you'd also get in trouble so you didn't get raped but the police show up and they're fucking california pussy cops and they're like well, he, he was trying to rape you, but at the same time, you know, you're a white person and that's a crime now, so no bear mace here. Where can we get bear mace? Uh, yeah, outdoor like so. stores. Could you okay. get it in an outdoor store? Yeah, you can get it like, uh, I'm trying to think what they I would have here. I wouldn't mace a bear. I would let them eat me. That's your move? Wait a minute. Wait, that that sounded. Wrong, but you know what I'm saying. After, no. the, after the bear mace raping story, <laughs> it really seemed. <laughs> I love bears. I'd be like, well, let me hug you. And then if it's I lost my life, plan. at least I got to hug a bear. I would worry that because the bear mace is so extreme, you might get some mace on you. Yeah, and that's going to burn like a motherfucker. Yeah, you will get you Even will get maced a little when you bear mace anybody. If you spray human. regular mace, just yeah. not at anybody, just like... In the air. It gets you. It gets everybody. Somebody did it in the here. kitchen once. It was terrible. No, there was, a, there was a oh. there was like a pepper sprayer mace fight here on the patio once, and I was like 10 feet away from it. And then later that night, I just wiped my eyes on my T-shirt, and my eyes started burning a little. Like it stayed in saturated. My yeah, yeah. And I, I was far from it. Wow. I, I recall people spraying it at the uh, was it Cabo Cantina down the oh, block. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, some. So I think was someone, it at the owner because he was fucking crazy. Could have been. If you remember? I, him. I don't know. No. So I used to party there? with him a lot. Yeah, it's still there. It's at the corner of Sweetser. I don't yeah. know if that guy still owns it. I can't think of his name. He was this little tiny guy that would come here and play with Chewy. So oh. you get it. Yeah. 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 I, I just remember security telling a girl she was too drunk and she had to leave, and it was like she was being so loud that everyone was basically watching. Like, oh, good, they're kicking this bitch out. You should also uh, disclaimer being too loud in Cabo Cantina. Yeah, means it's like you're a, so loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was that out thing of is control. only loud. It's five feet by five feet. Yeah, with 100 it, it people in it. you're with in a, a closet. TV noise <laughs> with TVs, like yeah. really loud TVs. Uh, it was. It was. She was so obnoxious. Like everyone basically hushed down because they're like, "Oh, they're kicking this bitch out finally." Yes. And then the guy grabbed her arm and she was like, "You don't touch me." Then he was like, "You got to go. I told you got to go." And she just pulled out. I think it was pepper spray. But just started spraying down the whole place. It was quite amusing it. and terrible. Toby just told me a story tonight where a guy pulled in the driveway in like a red Bronco, parks his car, and he's like, I'm parking here. And they're like, no, you can't park here. He's like, maybe you don't know this, but I know Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, I just I'm heard parking this. here. And then they're like, no, you're not. And he goes, can't you tell I'm a director? <laughs> like Jesus. he was like, you should know by looking at him that he's got. Di- oh yeah, look, he's yeah. Director he had aura. great direction in parking. He's got the lot, he's got so. the director brand yeah. button up well, on. I mean, who's your DP, buddy? <laughs> like directors can't look or be anybody. Yeah. So then he leaves and comes back, and they're like, "Oh no, we're not letting you in. You're ridiculous." And he like freaked out. <laughs> and then didn't he say something like, um, "This is Steven Spielberg's I'm, beard hair." Yeah, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio's doctor or something oh, like that. Oh, and then that. he became or a he, doctor. He had somebody with him that was like. So that's special. Obviously, that's his doctor, and, and they're like, "Oh, we we'll Google it, who, and then we'll let you park who, here." Maybe. Um, who directed episodes of your show, and did they oh. have the director look? Um, there hasn't been a unique look. No, <laughs> that's ridiculous. So this guy wasn't one of them. So I doubt because he no. should have. Sounds that like quick. Benji hired amateur directors if they didn't have the director look. I agree. That's we all should, I'm saying. We should start the podcast properly so we can introduce this and really get that's to the true. bottom of this we'll directorial figure, we'll figure it out. Uh, debut. Ding 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 ding. Ladies and gentlemen, Godzooks, it's the Comedy Store Podcast. <laughs>
We should really try to like start that? it like that every week. I just like I just like that you started the song. <laughs> There's we always do this a banjo like morning intro. radio thing so that people get excited. You got to get them pumped up. He has a great morning radio voice. So I just get them pumped up, and Eleanor's the laugh girl. Yes. So you know, I was, oh man, a crazy time last night at the Rat concert. I, I'll tell you who had a really crazy time. Old on her knees, Eleanor. <laughs> 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 This week we got Jake's from Jake's Barbecue coming in to talk about all the barbecue flavorings. But with us right now, Mr. Benji Hello. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's not my cue. Yeah. I'm great. sorry, I, I miss it. Sometimes. That's a great detail. Benji Aflalo, thank hey you so guys. much for doing yeah. the Comedy Store podcast. Happy to be here. I sanitized the headphones. Yeah, I sanitized the microphone Nothing in case there's happier. an accidental touch. He's a lot classier. I do have sanitized in my car. I didn't know you needed it, but I'm. You're right. I should bring it every time now. Keep Clorox wipes in here. I do the same Always. thing when I do a Death Squad podcast. I clean the fucking. Oof. I just yeah. I just avoid the Death Doing Squad podcast. Death podcast. <laughs> but you're right. So many people put these headphones on. Yeah, and they never get cleaned. No, uh, you don't think and our show producer s- comes down here and cleans everything properly? No, the oh, table. He didn't disgusting. even show up to hit record tonight. What an asshole! I have Josh Martin come down and do it. So hopefully this is recording. And yeah. ears are so intimate. They're full of they, ex- they excrete <laughs> wax. Oh, Their that's mine nice. are like filled it, with saliva. So. If any of the yeah. com- <laughs> if any of the know. comics here put their ear up against your ear randomly, which is the equivalent of this, but a hundred times over, you would freak out. I'd feel so good. <laughs> I'm a weird. Are you guy. a germaphobe? No, I'm not. But I'm rash. Like I think it's as long, tra- as, long as the germs are from Beverly Hills, he's right? okay. But can you imagine like some South of Pico germs just sneaking well, we up on your head? We were just about that. <laughs> it's pretty practical to clean these headphones, I think. I'm not a germaphobe. <laughs> All right. I agree. I'm a germaphobe, though. And it's weird that I didn't clean them. Yeah, I just, I don't care. I just hope I get a plague of some sort. And then it kind mutates of. in my body. And then that's the one that takes out most of humanity. Oh, perfect. I yeah. wash my hands before I finger anybody. Always. Good Always. for you. And it's actually troubling. Like with soap and what, like a scrub in like a doctor? The kinda? problem is, is usually once you're about to start fingering, you're already making out. So you're sort of like in the moment. You're in the zone. So you stop? I stop and then wash your hands. And then the real troubling thing is after you wash your hands, your hands are cold. So now you're like, now it's, it's a you're problem. stopping and going and now your hands mm-hmm. are cold so you can't touch. Or you're like, yeah, my hands are cold, but I won't give you a yeast infection. But now it's a gynecological mm-hmm. exam yeah. Yeah. and it's uncomfortable. Or you can wait for the water to get warm. But then again, it's like you're losing. I'm starting to think you uh, might be a germaphobe. Momentum. I have yeah. to be honest. If you're, if <laughs> you're, you're putting extremist. a halt on the finger bang. Just so you know, then nobody washes their hands. I've been with so. How clean are these girls at your finger bang? Yeah. I think I have a good track record of not causing yeast infections. So. All right. So, so your, your brain is just um, a, are from dirty fingers. I mean, I think that's a, a good way to give and, one. Yeah, right. It could be. Yeah, could be. I don't know. I, <laughs> Eleanor's life flashes. Well, well, right. like, Wait a I'm second. trying to think of where they were from. Somebody was like, yeah. "Oh, it's probably from your tight jeans." I'm like, "Oh, all right. I'll use that excuse." Cut that to Eleanor works. and a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? He just got done fixing his motorcycle, and he's me like, hard "Get to over get here, the grease off. Yeah, sometimes you know, and you got to just take that. Dirty fingernail. Yeah. You do I'm what you got to do. Yeah. There's no apologizing. In the heat necessary. of passion. Yeah. All is fair in love and war. Hey, listen, so. babe. Uh, I want to touch your puss, but <laughs> let me go clean these fucking digits real quick. Just going to go grab a shop towel and some paint. Let me go thinner. get I'll a manicure right before I get in there. <laughs> paint. Like, that's crazy. Little paint talk. thinner always gets them going. That's the thing, is they don't really. Honey, I'll it. be right in there. Just spray just a little bare mace on there and get her going. <laughs> heat it up. 
Um, Honey, I thought the paint thinner was bear mason. <laughs> One thing led sorry. to another. I apologize. What if you put the bear mace in there? Would that burn like shit? Had yeah, there's probably some home. I bet you there's some backwood guys who make their own bear mace. They're like, I'm not buying that fucking yeah, over. Whatever. It's ridiculous. I can make bear mace in my place. <laughs> Empty Windex bottle. Just some ammonia. Miracle grow paint thinner. Miracle grow. You got to mix in all the good stuff. Anything yeah. you can find. That's really the secret. I mean, if you if you sprayed that in a bear's eyes, you would win. And then I you like could this. finger bang that bear so quick. <gasps> when I was in college in New York, I was at this party. Name what drop. What school did you go to? It was just NYU? like a liberal oh. arts crazy school. To give oh. you an example of the college I went to. I he mean, won't even say it by name. Which I know. I love. That's hysterical. It, I love my college. It's called Marymount Manhattan. Okay. It was a very gay school. It was so gay <laughs> that I recently got an invitation to go to an alumni event. And it was a drag queen bingo slash cabaret That's alumni That's amazing. Event. That is nice. And you yeah. should go. Because yeah. those are fucking You could fun. be a hot chick. I could see that working. Have you ever gone drag? Um, No, I haven't. But I feel like if I were to, I missed my time. <laughs> you, you would I be a beautiful done it girl. At 19. I'm not sure that you have seen very many drag queens, but rarely yes. do you go, God, look how young <laughs> she is. Look how beautiful she is. She's so supple. Young I used to be more dainty and girly looking, probably. You know, yeah. I'm now like a bulky Natalie Portman at 19. I... I see it. I, yeah. I get it. He's got I get the five it. o'clock shadow. Yeah. We took my mom to a, a drag brunch a couple weeks ago, naturally, and it was her first. Well, it was her second drag show, to be honest, because I have a niece that's into this. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the guys, she was like, "Okay, he didn't work hard enough. His body looks ridiculous." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, he didn't judgment. Bring, he didn't bring his under padding." body yeah. stuff so right. he i guess he forgot it and it was he was probably partying show the must night before. go on yes so he just looked like a pregnant man in a dress it was yeah. amazing i mean in all fairness he didn't learn how to put on makeup until like 38 <laughs> but that's what we're saying yeah, exactly so there are no you young have like 30 ones. years you're... of makeup experience on this guy and you're like your makeup sucks dude <laughs> yeah it's like he just started doing do this. you even care about your chosen life hello yeah so this is prime time for you yep Look, no, I've missed my. That's what I. If you're we, gonna be a drag queen, here, strike while the iron's hot. That's we brought my, you that's here my because <laughs> we think that you're right. Yeah, it's an intervention. You're right for it. What do I have to gain from going drag? <laughs> I have nothing to gain from it. You can get yeah, a lot of girls he's go already to drag on, shows. He's already on TV. I've considered going. Is he uh, on transgender. TV yet? You're not yeah, on TV yet. January. We're gonna get him on oh, okay. TV. This is exciting. We're yeah. gonna talk about that. I've too. considered going transgender just to have a chance as a white man in Hollywood. Well, I was t- yeah, we were talking about this the other day. Yeah, yeah. that's a good I idea. Think, I think it, that's what my best. What could I bet. do? Just pretend I'm tranny. You're a woman. Get, you might be you able can't to pull say tranny that. anymore. I can say whatever I want. She's, one, a, two, she's a female. It's apple. her world. Um. <laughs> Not like this one, though. I, <laughs> I'd be the worst drag of people. Like my God, that man is fucking disgusting. You could have a good. Oh yeah, Benji's is like you have mine. light features. You could. You could. <laughs> light thank you. Features. I, I was. I was fishing for closet? that compliment, so I just didn't want to be the one that said that? it. But I agree. Well, as like a dark Jew, like any light featured thing, I'm like, you're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you're not like me. Do you love that like blonde hair, blue eyed? Um, I do. I uh, I can no. I like all girls. I, they can anything. Yeah. Yeah, but generally, I do. Yeah, appreciate features. I don't because I go for dark generally. But, like but with that I being s- said, like redheads are pretty gross, right? I love redheads. <laughs> Whenever I see a girl, Look like how he just, I think he just he got just an came, erection. Man, yeah, for sure. Gross. <laughs> I love them. I, I do. If you look nothing like me, like usually I'll be like that girl looks nothing like me. That's it for you. Yeah, yeah I like weird mouths. 
Oh, good. Oh, oh like a weird you've got, mouth. You've got that perfect mouth over there. God I feel like it. my mouth is very like down the middle. I have a Ford Taurus mouth. It's just Ford Taurus mouth. It breaks down from time to time, but <laughs> not a Toyota Camry. No, it's right. yeah, just so normal. So like if I see a girl with rabbit mouth or horse mouth or something. Horse, like, oh, so you're attracted to me. Oh, yeah. I have a horse mouth. Yeah, I like horse mouth. Same. I like rabbit mouth. I don't even know. I have what, a horse face. I, like, I don't know what any of that actually means, but... I like when girls can't close their lips. Like there's certain girls who are like always have exposed teeth. I like that. You love into, exposed teeth. Like this. Like there's just certain girls who are just like, hey, right? <laughs> Botox lips is what you're saying. No, I, I'm not crazy. I, I don't like Botox lips. See there's, you cer- t- there's certain girls who struggle to close their lips, and I'm like, yes, you're struggle. into that. Yeah, I don't if know why. If I ever see you talking to a girl, I'm just gonna stare at her lips, like, oh, go fuck, up. look at her. Uh, up, take up. out a measuring tape. Yeah. <laughs> Just Listen, honey, you, your mouth closed. He's not into. It. He's just not that into. You. But I'm Sorry. into all lips at the same time. Like, there's not. There's you're, no saying, you're saying preference, he's but he's the cutest. Do you remember I, that? I have show? a wide range of lips that I take. That's, the, that's my thing. The show we did in Sino, like it was so long ago, wide, with Lexi. Yeah, you played. The, you were like, I'm not gay. Oh, I yeah. like short shorts. It yeah, always yeah, yeah. made me laugh because you played the best gay guy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> best g- pretend not to be gay guy it's I easy guess I it's say. fun it's fun so you should do drag so anyway short what short is this getting back to the point what we're saying is you would make a beautiful woman despite your your fears i've seen your sister this She's all ends hot. in me like doing like a bet midler number <laughs> god that, that would really take hot. the next level the have you ever seen you never seen the sister the i've seen i've seen his older brother though Everyone's gorgeous man. Yeah, I have a good looking Gorgeous family. man. Thank you. Yeah, the sister, I remember she came on a, like a potluck night or something, and all the Sounds comics good. were like, is that, that's your sister? And Benji's and like, always, calm down. Yeah, that's always weird. What puts more pressure on me is they all married very good looking people. Mm-hmm. So like whoever I bring around is like, it's like, oh, please try to match up with, like my sister <laughs> Are they has, all married? They're all married. My sister married like a, a beautiful Swedish man who's like 6'2", and he's like jacked and perfect body she's like a designer or something yeah right? okay. my other sister married like a like a really handsome israeli dude who like every okay. girl likes so they all go foreign first of all and then my brother spread that is also very good looking both my brother's wives are good looking i uh, see I, was, I only thought you had one brother he's one, one of sister five, Ricky. he's yeah. like just us. like me he's a mess you're one of five yeah you too no i'm 10 jesus Christ, we're irish dude. yeah Jesus. Double negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm one of five. My baby sister just finished her freshman year of college. Oh, wow. Kathleen? So, uh, Kathleen's, Kathleen's the oldest older. sister. Yeah, that's right. Hallie's my youngest sister. Hallie, right. And she just came, she just stopped by with her boyfriend. Oh. She met in college. They're on a road trip through California. That's cute. That's so, so cool. Just, Corinne was like, are you, are you going to? Are you going to fuck with them? I'm like, she's an adult. I don't care. That being said, if my daughter ever tries to go on a road trip well, with a man, yeah. we'll just It'll be him. Tom Green. I'll just kill I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you get used to that eventually. Daughter's I, I, dating guys, right? I would assume. Let go at a certain point. I would assume, but she's nine months right now, so I'm pretty overprotective. She's just too young to date. Oh, right, yeah, do you think she'll start going? I mean, like, when do they start dating? Two Probably or three. like, yeah, two or three years. Easily. Cut to Rick, I know like- I was hoey <laughs> as a kid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like my older sister would bring guys home, and I'd be like, Hi. I'd sit on their lap, I'd bounce up and down like a real pervert. Yeah. I was, and I did it on purpose. I'd be like, Oh, Georgie's here, and I'd wrap my legs around them like a just a hoe. I have a niece who's 11 months, and when she sees my nephew who's like five, she's like all over him. Un- unbelievable. I was like that. I was boy crazy as a kid. Cousin, cousin uh, attraction is totally normal. No, 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Do you have hot cousins? Not. N- I have hot cousins, but I would just be like, oh, you should meet my cousin. They're hot. I wouldn't be like, oh, my cousin's hot. I'd like to sleep with him. I think it's kind of normal in that they kind of look like you and then they kind of don't. So like that's kind of what you're I attracted see. to naturally. When not I that was, I'm attracted to my cousins. When I was, Are you sure you're not from the south? <laughs> this is uncomfortable. Okay. When when I was Cut growing this part up, out. that's people used to go. You know, you can marry your cousins in California. And I'd be like, really? That's what they do out there? And then as I got older, people stopped telling me that. I don't even know if it's true. What is it in Kansas? Isn't that in Kansas? I'm, I, I think you can fuck them probably, but I don't think you're allowed to date them. There are a lot of very vague law like rules about uh, necrophilia. Okay. And actually, that's fucking dead that's people. Different. In California, Schwarzenegger had to actually pass, like, he's the one who passed the legislation oh, to make same. it fully illegal. Because what I think in Massachusetts, it's still legal to fuck a dead body. Because what happens Shut is, up. is once you die, it's very unclear if your property or a person or whose property you are. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> so intently. And it's like the type of thing that like a lot of people never thought they had to put in a law. So there's certain states out there where it's like kind of gray. So my my thing wow. is, is there's uh, there's states where blowjobs are technically illegal. Yes. But you can fuck dead people. Probably there's a state like that where yeah, blowjobs are illegal, but necrophilia is kind of gray. Fine. We'll find you. It's we'll find you, area. Mississippi. Well, like I would say, like if you're having sex with somebody and they die and you haven't finished yet. Yeah, you can keep going. That's just the rules of nature. Right. I think that's in the Bible. Right. I chapter would three. Hope. I think it's chapter three. It's probably in the New through. Testament. I'm just saying. Yeah. It definitely was a newer law. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not a biblical scholar, but I know there's at least three chapters. At least. Um, but that could be wrong. How many chapters do you think are in the Bible? Isn't it five books in the Old Testament? Oh, look at you. Only staying with test. one side. That was a test. But I don't know your damn book. It. I just know my book. God damn it. With the New Testament. I don't new even have kids a book. on the block, if you will. I wasn't even allowed to see the book. I That's wrote how most of up it. I was. Oh, you didn't have religion? I mean, I, I was kind of, I mean, I was raised Catholic and that I'd have to go to a Catholic church with my grandparents oh. for their birthday each year, but... <laughs> For their birthday. That's almost like being Jewish. They go once a year, right? Just to renew? Nobody goes in my family anymore, though. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, I I know we went to one of uh, Corinne's second cousins or something's bat bat mitzvah. That's the the female one. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, when was the last time you came to one of these? She was like, I don't know, when I was 13. I was like, sweet. <laughs> Were you bar mitzvah? I was. What I've learned as I got How older. How much did you make? Honestly, tell the truth. Um, Half a mil? Just ask. I'm, I don't know. I did good. And I actually spent some of my bar mitzvah money throughout college. Like, I saved it and I. To pay for college? No. Oh, no, to party. I almost had a heart attack. Yeah. Come no, on. I, like, His parents I, paid for college. I was college. born in the wrong religion. And I bought that cougar I used to have part with bar mitzvah. Money. Is that the Is one that, that Madonna got taken away? Um. No. The oh, that's a one. car. I thought you meant. Yeah. A, I thought you meant like me. I was he like, pur- I he purchased an older lady <laughs> in college. No, I'd be like, you I really know. fucking want an Xbox in college. I'm using my bar mitzvah money, and I'd buy an Xbox. Damn. And you get How bar mitzvah at 13, right? Yeah. So it's been like a few hundred dollars, but then because I was like such an OCD stoner, I'd get too obsessed, and then I'd give it to the Ronald McDonald House. So I bought two Xboxes in college, and then gave them both to the Ronald McDonald House. <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean? Like you, you, you gave him to charity because he's a good person. He felt oh, bad. No, about I did it totally selfishly. The, the That's Jewish the guilt. About selfishness. It was Jewish guilt. No, I would just. I was a stoner in college, and I would get so obsessed with video games 
And oh, I see what you're saying. So you would like, be yeah, it'd be like winter in New York, and I would just I'd be like, oh, I'm I haven't leaving again. I haven't left my house. Right. I have no life, and I'm living in Manhattan. So, oh, so give away the Xbox. Give away the Xbox. Start living. Try to. I mean, I was still a helpless idiot, but well, did it make you feel better? Like you were like, okay, it's gone. Um, a little. Mostly, my friends were like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, you could have given it to we me. We want to play with your Xbox, bro. <laughs> I'd be like, "Well, they're dying of cancer, and they're poor, and they're eight. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Well, I don't know, man." <laughs> that's, a, that's a reasonable college student answer. That's a great dude. Answer. We don't know that they're dying. We don't really get it. I mean, if if they don't die in the next couple of weeks, can we get it back? That seems like a fair barter. <laughs> Will they bring it to the Goodwill? Can we buy it God, back? That's a good plan. What? But they were kind of right because I did end up buying a second one. Yeah, you. you it was coming. true. In yeah. college, were you doing stand up? I did stand up. My story is this: is Uh-oh. I did stand up like three times in New York. Uh, open mics and then I would go to the cellar a lot and a big motivating thing for me was going to the cellar but also it was like my second to last year of college or my last year of college the HBO specials were Louis C.K., Bill Burr, Jim Norton, Flight of the Concords, Kevin Brennan, I think Patrice and I think Earthquake so it was like this slew of comics that nobody knew about that were all like geniuses but were just kind of at the beginning of it yeah Uh, geniuses might not describe a couple of those okay you know what I mean So, anyways, so it was it's very a pretty decent lineup. It was a so pretty was, good lineup. I was like, it was earthquake it was, can't read though, so I'm not sure <laughs> you that don't earthquake's know that. funny I as love fuck. Earthquake. He is funny as fuck. I'm not saying I want to debate you on the literacy, but he's funny <laughs> as fuck. One of my favorites. I love earthquake. Yeah, he's great. So then I came to LA and uh, I went to a bringer show, not knowing what a bringer show was, and had been going to the cellar, literally studying these comics, like watching their their HBO specials over and over again. I go to a bringer show at the Improv. And uh, you're like, these aren't HBO special and I'm like, people. I'm like, these people suck. I'm like, is this what comedy in LA is like? Because if that's if this is what comedy in LA is like, I'm gonna move here and get famous in like no time at a all. A couple seconds. weeks, yeah. yeah, a couple weeks. Because I was watching Jim Norton and Louis C.K. and Bill Burr at the cellar, and and then I came here to the Improv, which I thought was the LA big version time of the, shit. Yeah, yeah. And Adam Sandler was in the audience scoping it out, so I was like. Oh, you come to LA and Adam Sandler or someone like that's always scoping out. You always get discovered. Movie yeah. stars at every show. So I went back to New York and I was, I just, I remember like my last like semester of college, people were like, so what's your plan once you graduate? And I'm like, I'm going to be a stand up comedian. And then they're like, what? They're like, have you done it? And I'm like, a couple times, but I think I got this. I'm yeah. just going to move Easy. to LA. Yeah. Easy. And so, this is so simple. Yeah. And so that's, I started, that was, that was how I started off delusional enough to want to be a <laughs> they were like, comedian. It's complete delusion. If you go Benji's to the improv, plan. delusion. The improv can give you that feeling of, oh, we can all do this. Benji's yeah. plan to, so to get from the top to the bottom. It's like, I'm going to get to the bottom started of this. Started at the bottom now. <laughs> it was such a shitty show that it was one of those shows where. Do you the, remember any of the comics who were on it? We have a disclaimer, so you can say their names. Any one, one of them say. was my friend's sister. There's no point in saying your name. Please, but the say show it. was I'm so kidding. shitty that the improv made you put a banner over the thing that said improv. That's yeah. what. Oh, it was one of shi- those banner yeah. shows. It was yeah. like when, it. when the comedy store started putting that sign in front of the Kathy and Vargas show. That like these are not professional <laughs> comedians <laughs> yes. performing under the name the Comedy Store. This is yeah. an amateur but it show. Was sold out. It was packed. Yeah. Oh, of course, because everybody brings. They their have a month neighbors. to sell tickets yeah. and. Yeah, and usually if they the don't, comic has to buy them. 
Yeah, so if they, they don't give them away. sell 10 yeah. tickets or whatever it is, they don't even get the time. Yep. But I did bringer shows for my first like two years of comedy just because I was so clueless and stupid and had no idea. Do you remember whose you did? I mean... I did a lot. I did Vargas's. I did, I did a did bunch. But did he make you did bring? Because um, I feel like Vargas... Yeah, I mean, he was chill at times, but I was so wound up in the fear of it. I was like... Oh man! If I don't bring enough people, Vargas is gonna blacklist me. Or like, if he didn't email me back soon enough, I'd be like, "That's it! I didn't bring enough people." Like, I was so fucking scared. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't understand. That's like, so all, sad. All, I didn't know, and all I knew was that like Largo was cool, and they wouldn't even let me in the door to right. hang out and watch a show. And then after that, I just knew there were comedy clubs. Dude, in all fairness, Largo's not that cool. It is. It's it was cool. so fucking cool I at the time, it. and it's still cool. And what year was this about? Last this year? was no. Kidding. This was when Largo was still in Fairfax, and it was like David Cross and Sarah Silverman, yes. and like all these cool people, and Zach Galifianakis. Kind of cool. All right, it's they wouldn't cool. let me in the fucking door. So all I knew was bringer shows, and uh, yeah, and then it took me two years, and then the bringer show that actually got me seen by Bobby Lee, who got me the job here. Uh oh. Wait, he got an, you a door another, guy job? Or? He helped me get another me. person brought let in me by tell Bobby you Lee. Bobby Lee is He's much responsible as he for is the biggest sixty percent of the comics in yeah, this club. Almost every comic is like Bobby Lee brought me in. I almost didn't do that show because I only brought one friend and I thought <gasps> Vargas would get mad at me and I was like, I shouldn't even go. I got so one friend here. who's willing to come. Yeah. It was at the comedy in the belly store. room, yeah. Yeah. And then Bobby saw you. Bobby saw me and the girl I brought, a platonic friend, because I was so fucking cool at the time. Um, <laughs> a platonic uh, friend. But, just a loser girl whose mouth closed properly. And <laughs> she had such a normal mouth. And, uh, Way too normal. Um, I'm into normal mouths, guys. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, they kind of knew each other, so we all started talking, and he was complimentary, and then I, when I would come back, uh, yeah, and then he and Bobby me knew the girl. Was he trying to get in the girl or no, meet I think, the girl? I think they just knew each other, friendly, nothing crazy. Wow. Okay, so it's, you're not giving us any gossip. So anyway. you got here, you started working the door. Had no you idea. Showcased first, though. It was the, in order to work the door. No, that was another thing that made it hard on me here was that most guys who work here do the open mic for a while. They all kind of know each other. They go through that, and like I just got handed it, so I. Didn't know who anyone was. I knew two people. I knew Sean Halpin from the Super Bowl of Comedy French Fry Show at the Ice House. Naturally. It's a it's a bringer show where you bring people and there's a competition and if you win, you get French, French fries. French fries. And uh, so, so I good. knew him from that. He beat me. I got second place. He got first place. And I knew Earl from this uh, bar show I used to do in Long Beach. Skate So I didn't know anybody else. So everyone was really mean to me because I didn't pay my dues at an open mic. Wow. So who we started? Who did you start with? You're part of like who the, the Hinchcliffe. Yeah. And- I came in right after Hinchcliffe and Matt, I think. But I yeah. think Francisco was already here. It was like Ramos. Hinchcliffe, Matt Edgar, uh, Francisco Ramos, and what's his face? Austin Horton. Oh, God. I forgot about him. Austin's his... I just started following him on Instagram. It's so amazing just to get that creepy vibe again. Just like to... Uh, I've forgotten. A, what does he look like? He looks like Moe Sislak from The Simpsons. <laughs> and uh, he's just a gorgeous man. But yes. You can stare into his eyes in the pictures and you just get that same chill down your spine. Where you're like, oh, oh I, like I was just molested this. by and the then, photograph. And then I was even more... I was so clueless, but on top of it... I didn't Danto know, was there? Part uh, of crew? Danto wasn't a, a door guy yet. He was just doing video stuff, I think. Okay. 
I was so clueless that I didn't know anything. So Austin Horton would be like, that's not how shit goes down here, dude. You got to do this. And I'd be like, okay, Austin. Or Jimmy Pidd, <laughs> Jimmy oh, Pidd would tell me how it yeah, is. And he I'd was be like, the general. Yeah, so like I had no idea. Like the place was chaos then. Where like, to weed at? It wasn't like I got trained by Jimmy Pidd. Like, oh my God. Like I didn't know anything. And like- Did he I bring was, up titty fucking? I didn't ass. know anything. But you know what? To Jimmy Pidd's credit- and to PJ's, first time it's ever been said go on to Jimmy Pitt <laughs> to Jimmy Pitt and PJ Stansberry's credit oh boy. they gave a fuck about how to be a door guy oh and, yeah. sure and PJ they trained was... me whereas nobody else did yeah and then other guys who came once those guys were gone like no one trained people like I remember just telling guys how to do stuff that only Jimmy Pitt and PJ taught me because no one gave a fuck as much as they did PJ right. was one of our best employees in that like he took it so fucking they took serious. it seriously yeah, and he, most other people did he used to always uh, try and fight me when I would just smash bottles in the back parking lot <laughs> as part of a drunk Argus character oh right uh, and it'd be like you know three people really enjoying it and me being like well this is better than stage time and then PJ being like clean that up and be like shut up no one wants to hear it from you Judd Nelson I'm not Judd Nelson clean that fucking shit up yeah um, so yeah I would just have every employee here would just say shit like like I remember like wanting to do those employee spots at La Jolla and they're like Dude, you can't just do those spots at La Jolla. <laughs> Which you can. You totally can. You totally can. They'd be like, you can't just do that, man. You got to get passed by Tommy to do door guy shifts in La Jolla. And I was like, really? And they're like, how do you get that? And like, he'll let you know, man. <laughs> so I was probably an employee here for like a year before I realized I, I could uh, just do that because I wanted to. Yeah. So stuff like that, like I just, I didn't know any, I was so stupid. Was I, Tommy nice to you? Tommy wasn't nice to me the first time I met him, but once Bobby got me the job, he was very nice to me, and then it was all like, well, we're not like the people here. I come from a good home, too, all right? Yeah. Whoa. I don't come from poor people. I play tennis as a kid. Yeah. Stuff like that. Or it'd be the- he, would get on, he would get on great rants about that sometimes. Dave yeah. Taylor called me white trash from the stage the other night. He's the white trash one. <laughs> I went yeah. to the same high school as Joe Biden's kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, he would connect with me like that. Calm down, man. I'm from the suburbs. Who called a white trash from the stage? Dave Taylor. <laughs> oh, Dave Taylor. Like our white trash talent coordinator sitting in the booth <laughs> thinking he knows about comedy. <laughs> Just doing your jokes, Dave. <laughs> close the curtain back up. I would love when he would close the curtain angrily. I forgot so, about that. I love Tommy. And then sometimes <laughs> I do, I do love Tommy. Um or sometimes it'd be like reverse anti Semitism where he'd be like, Well, I know about you and I know you people are different. No, oh. I'd be like, are we, we're different. That's not reverse. Well, That's cut, accurate. You're That's cut like... from a different cloth. <laughs> like the shroud. The shroud of Torah. people. Yeah. Oh my Which God. Which I was fine with. I don't, I don't think he's... I feel like a lot of people would laugh at him because it was so blatant. Like it was like, did he just say that? He was, he was spectacular with stuff. When I started uh, dating Corinne, he lived on the same block as her. And so I, I, I wasn't living with her yet, but he'd be like... That girl you're dating? I'd be like, yeah, Corinne? He'd be like, I saw her walking the dog the other day. She's very classy looking. She's not out there dressing in hoochie clothes. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I wasn't really. She's pretty smart. I don't. Well, I just want to let you know that she represents herself well on the street. I'd be like, in the street? Okay, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. We're not in Gainesville anymore, Tommy. It's <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> no, but I do love him and I uh, I like him. And I, I talk, he, we talk sometimes. You still Do you still talk, talk to him? To him? Yeah, oh, we'll good. talk every, every few months or so. Is he still Buffalo? Um, Did he move on from that area? Was it Buffalo or Syracuse? Maybe it was Somewhere Syracuse. Somewhere up there, but I thought it was Syracuse. Pitt is over there, so Pitt. Yeah. 
Pid recently read his easy song and he was like, Hey, you see Tommy? He's like, Tommy ain't here, man. If he was here, I would have seen him for sure. He's like, There's a lot of people in Buffalo, Pid. Jimmy Pid threw a glass at me once if you want another store story. Please. All store stories. It was towards the end where he was really bitter. Yeah. Before uh, or after he hit down with the that was the oh, that was FYI, the final straw. That was my bong, and the bong's name was Ebo. <gasps> was it after, after legendary Ebo? NFL football star Ebo Brewer? <laughs> yes. Okay. I named the bong Ebo, Ebo, and I and I eventually left it in the store in the in the phone's room too many times. At the point where I was like, "This thing's too gross for me to." Yeah, you can't clean that thing off with like, wipes every time you want to hit it. Wipes yeah. in the world. Ebo, for you that. live here now, like Ebo does. <laughs> so there were two Ebos there, and then yeah, uh, my Jimmy Pitt story is that we both had a belly room spot. And there's no seniority when you get a belly room spot, a development spot. No. Yeah. And so we get up there and then Crazy Cindy's like, all right, you go here and you go here. It's a great Crazy Cindy impression. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. That's, That's good, pretty yeah. good. And so Just I'm like, happy all right, she's cool. one of yours. Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> she's a Jew. Oh, Constantly. God. Today's a Jewish holiday. I'm like, all right, calm down. Nobody wants to know. Zugnish. That's Yiddish for <laughs> we're moving on. I know. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so he's like, all right, you go here, you go here. And then he's like, no way, man. I go up first. I've been here longer. And oh then and then I'm like, that's definitely not how this works. Like, yeah. I, she's putting me up here. You go up later. And he, and he like started getting really fucking mad. And then he, <laughs> and then I'm like, dude, that's just not how it works. Like, yeah, that's I've not been a here for years. He makes yeah. the lineup. You yeah. guys are just We both extras. got a spot and she's just giving us our spots. And he was like going nuts. And then he was like, he was like, you're just a fucking spoiled brat from Beverly Hills. And then it just came out of me. I'm like, you're just white trash from a broken home. Yes. Oh, glass, throw, shards through the hallway onto fucking people in the belly room. Yeah. Oh my whole God, thing. it's so exciting. And then I, I don't know if he did a spot. I think he stormed off to upset. Probably. He's like, I'm not from a broken home. My mom's dead. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Whatever it was. I I'm was... going to go find a girl to titty for. <laughs> that's my bit, Eleanor. I'm don't sorry, do that. Right. Jeff I Garland knows that. that's my bit. Jeff Garland. He was still talking about, yell about when I saw him, when I saw him in Buffalo. I go, I just knew it would get him all riled up. <laughs> I was like, "Who's been up here? Anyone famous? Uh, Don Marrero was here. Blah blah blah." I go, oh, that's cool. Anyone else? No, not really. No, no one uh, that we know. I'm like, has Garland been through it? Oh. Man, fuck Garland. That guy. He better not be doing my titty fucking bit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just said you like titty fucking. That's not really a bit. No, yeah. I was doing that first. I was the first one to do the titty fucking. I'm like, uh, all right, man. I don't, I don't know about that. He still does it. Oh, fuck that guy. Fuck him. He's nobody. Nobody knows who that is. Like, all <laughs> right, got like the number one show. Calm on. down. Calm oh, down. Man, poor guy. He's crazy. Um, is, is that one of the only fights you had here at the store? Oh, I mean, I've had a lot of stuff. Yes. Mostly, I've had audience members throw glasses at me. I've Wait had, a minute, what? Why? On stage? Um, One time, this is the story. I'm about to go up. I'll never forget. Leonard Robinson's lit and I'm next. Okay. You're a regular So at you're this a point. regular. I'm a regular. Point, okay. And there's this drunk girl. And I'm not an attractive guy, but for whatever reason, we she lies. And oh. lies. Gorgeous she, man. She, she starts pulling me by my hands. And it was really funny. It was like some sort of like, 
slut instinct that at the time she knew to just pull you into one of the dark corners here to like try sure. to make out with you. Like, oh, she, yeah. I don't think she had been there. It was like she may was, have been here before. Maybe, but like for some reason she knew you could just pull a person into any weird dark. It's not like this anymore. But back then, yeah, like the, there was eighty rooms in the comedy store, took, and back then there was eight people in one room, and then a lot of rooms to make out in. Yeah, there was just all, all sorts of dark corners. So she started trying to pull me, but like he's got the light, and I wasn't super into her anyways. But I'm like, I have the light, I have the light, blah 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 blah. I have to go up, blah blah. I was trying to be nice like i'm not often rejecting women so yeah and so she's literally pulling me and out of nowhere a guy comes out of nowhere and karate chops her neck it's her boyfriend shut he's like what's going on and then all of a sudden like <laughs> he I, karate chops that's a sweet move he karate chops your fist when you hit a woman <laughs> he karate chops true you're right her right. neck i'm sorry no. saint and i remember don was there and luckily he he Don was smart and sort of calm. Hey, what's going on, guys? Are we having a good time? <laughs> he calmed the situation because usually when a man hits a woman, yeah. that's a good way to like beat up a dude. Yeah. Or, but not from the King James Bible. Right. Mm, so luckily it didn't escalate and boom, I'm on stage. And it's the comedy store back then. So Perfect preparation for yes, stage time. There's eight people in the audience, and two of them are this couple sitting there like a happy couple. Oh, they couple. stayed. Yeah, they Even stayed. Better. And now they're sitting together watching me. So now I'm trying to do comedy for five fucking people or whatever, and 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 half of them is this drunk, crazy couple. And of course, what happens? She starts heckling me. Classic. Did she think you were her boyfriend, or did she just? Did I, you look like him? No, I didn't look like him. My mind is blown. Like you just tried to make out with me. Your boyfriend just karate chopped you, and now you're. Let's have some more me. laughs, though, and we'll <laughs> razz this comic a little bit. So then I like I I'm like, is this? I try to calm her. Like I'm nice at first, but eventually I'm like, okay, here come the big guns you handed me because you just tried to make out with me. So I start letting her have it. And she comes at the stage, tries to pull the microphone out of my hand, throws a glass at me. I'm fucking letting her have it, letting her have it. And now the boyfriend chimes in and starts heckling me. And it's like, are you serious? Your girlfriend just tried to make out with me and you just beat her in front of a group of people. (laughs) And this is who I'm getting heckled by. And I don't remember what I, I said. I remember one line I said to him that was just terrific. Where he goes, you want to take this outside? And I go, why? So you can sit in your Honda Civic and watch as your girlfriend tries to fuck me again? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hit him with the Honda Civic. Which... But it's like, you gave me all the ammo, guys. She just tried to make... What are you doing? Why are you heckling me? So that was like one Perfect night. time to draw attention to themselves. Perfect. Yeah. It's like... That's, I yeah. mean, that's, that's, a, that's classic... Drunk. Early two thousand, mid two thousand. Do you think the Honda Civic was the meanest part of that? Yeah, because I mean, to a lot comeback. of a lot of people, a, yeah. a Honda Civic would be a nice ride. Yeah, but, I was such a dickhead. But to Benji, I would have been like, I'm better Honda now. Civic. I'm That's much an better. Car. You would lower the what bar at least a Hyundai. How are you better now? Such an asshole. I was such a fucking asshole for so long. I've <laughs> always been a nice person. That's my <laughs> reputation. People just go, God, Rick's got a big heart. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they say about him. I, I don't recall ever thinking that you're an asshole. Yeah, me either. I mean, I, I've seen you be I mean, like, mean and cunty stuff. to people, but yeah. like quick. All I remember. Like, I would never say what I said to Jimmy Pitt again. I would never say what I said to those people again. Right. But if stuff they push like your buttons. Even still. I, just, I, remember, I remember the first time I saw you on stage, you kept apologizing and it drove me crazy. Oh, and you got no. off stage, and I was like, "Don't ever apologize." Yeah, to I remember them. you telling me that. <laughs> you were like, "What, what were you apologizing for?" He would like say something kind of mean, and then he'd be like, "I'm sorry, I'm just kidding." I think he was hosting oh, the potluck. Okay, I thought you meant he has a great joke with that. 
it just drives me nuts when comics apologize. It's like, they know you're joking. You don't have to. Yeah, I get it. And I'm I sure I was it. trying to help, but also trying to be demeaning to Benji. And like, uh, trust me, I know this and you don't. And you were just like, oh, okay. No, but again, at that time, I was like, anybody tell me anything. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. Anything, any paid regular saying something to me was a win. Any paid regular? Yes. Really? Josh yes. Nasser? I had no okay. scope of anything. Okay. So, so that was a yes. I was so, I yeah, I was so scared Did of all of you have meetings them. with him? I'm with kidding. Nasser? No. No, no <laughs> Nasser meetings. But. So uh, you got a job as a door guy. What year was that? You don't 2008? Eight? Sate? 2008, I think. Eight? Wow. And then how long after did you become a regular? I think I was a door guy for three years. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And so you were in Tommy's face constantly, and he was giving you the Not in a bad way, spots. just that he saw you No, a I lot. mean, yeah. What do you mean in his face? Like here, in front of him, like yeah, it getting up of, all the time. And it was a, It's a weird crutch that I didn't realize I had until he left, where, and it's not even a crutch, but... Most comedians who do comedy, it's you're very it's a lonely profession, you know, obviously. But what I had in Tommy was someone who was always there watching me. And even if he didn't catch every set and he was in high getting you know, pontificating to someone or in back getting high or whatever it was, like for the most part, you always have someone there kind of watching. And whether or not his advice was good or not, you sort of had a a soundboard that was somewhat had some context of what you were doing and he saw you you regularly enough so yeah so when he left all of a sudden you don't have that and you're like whoa wait nobody's telling me and i think that's why a lot of people who come here got a little fucked over because you get sort of coddled a little just by having someone like him and always on the premises always always having support or if he supports you you always have that and then all of a sudden you know you don't develop some of the tools that other comedians develop in terms of getting out there maybe yeah he was always good to me he was uh, gave me spots he wow. was always, uh, part of the building sometimes he would tell me um you know like if you come out on set remember when you did it on sundays and mondays the mm-hmm. open mic you know so i would come to both sometimes i would host whatever and but once i got passed i remember coming in one time and he's like well tonight you're gonna get up early because of your vagina and i was like whoop i don't <laughs> That can't be real. I didn't, I didn't feel too coddled by him. I don't think he was too easy on me. I didn't feel oh, like he I definitely was his... wasn't easy on me, but he was good to me. Yeah, I mean, he was but good to me by passing me. I was part of the and, hiring yeah. for him. Like, we yeah. needed a body, and I was like, please, can right. you answer phones? And he was like, yeah. yeah. Me and Rev Rob, I think, hired him. I think he was going to phase me out, and then I started getting writing work, and he kept me in. Really? Yeah, because back then, I don't know if people remember this, but... If you were on the employee list, sometimes, or if he were just around, sometimes he would pass you just to get rid of you. Because you used to get two spots a week, and if he felt really obligated because you nagged him, some of the guys on the employee list would get three spots a week. He wants to give those to other people. And so he would pass you and then phase you out. Like, it happened to a lot of people. It was a thing he would do. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it was a common thing that happened here. People would get passed and phased out. And so... I remember, I, like at Mitzi first, I got passed. Never do that. That's not a Mitzi thing, and he used to kind of play by her book. He, I feel yeah, like he, he just would, lied if, about her book, is what he did. Yeah, he like, made that uh, up. Remember wow. that wrestler guy, that that jujitsu big Vinny guy? Oh yeah, yeah. Vinny, he never got spots. Vinny Cerise. He passed Vinny. them to phase him out. Yeah, to get him because he no, was, he didn't. Oh, he, he passed, passed him. him. Oh my god, I'm confusing him with Vinny Curdo. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, a- another guy. But I, I don't know that. that. I mean, I don't live in either of those guys' brains. But like, that's an example of someone who got passed and didn't Suddenly really ever no longer, get spots. Yeah, and right. and it was out of his hair for Sunday Mondays. And I think that's what he's about to do to me because it was like becoming more patchy. And then I'll never forget it. It was, 
I was kind of getting spots, and then I was kind of getting less spots and shittier ones, and then he'd like skip a week, and then I'd get spots again, and then he skipped a week again, and I'm like, this is it. I think he's phasing me out. And then I was in back during the day smoking weed here like a winner. And okay. uh, we've all been there, except well, not Eleanor, but the well, rest of us in the room. But I've been, been here. here in the day like, hey, without you know smoking pot, so that's yeah, frightening. Right. Like, hey, maybe there'll be <laughs> people. At least, you had, at least you had a purpose. At least you had a purpose. Yeah, you were here. Our to get purpose high. was to not get high by ourselves at home. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah Eleanor was just here for someone. no reason. Yeah, just yeah. hanging out. We're smoking pot, and Tom, Tony, and smoking pot with Tony, and Tony got. And Tony's, you know, more outspoken than me. And then Tommy comes back there to be like, hey, I'm just going to take one quick hit of weed. Yeah, I'll just be back hit. in eight minutes. But yeah, one quick hit. And uh, <laughs> and then Tommy, and then I had no spots. And Tony goes, hey, Tommy, Benji got that writing gig on the Jeff Ross show. Like, you know, touts me, you know, hey, he did this and he did that well, and all these people. He's and, got buzz. Yeah. Well, Benji's then, got buzz. And then Tommy's like, gives me his Tommy nod and the hair Ew, fix. I can't. And but then yes. he comes back 10 <laughs> minutes later to take another hit of pot. And he's like, I got you in the on Saturday. And I was like, sweet. Nice. So what was the Jeff Ross? That was for The Burn. The Burn. The Burn. Yeah. That's the burn it. I couldn't remember that. That's yeah. awesome. Was yeah, that your first writing job? Yeah. And how did you, did you submit to Jeff directly? Or? I submitted to Tony. Because Tony, oh, right. Tony, Tony was, was in on it. He had already worked on the pilot. He knew Jeff. And so he was already going to be on it. And then he was like, dude, submit a packet. And I'm like, okay, what's the packet? And he told me what it was. was. And then I wrote it. And then... And then I showed it to Tony and he was like, this is really good. Keep going. And I was like, okay. Keep so I think going. I ended up writing a packet that was like three times thicker than anybody else's packet. <laughs> but that's he was like, a Keep big going. deal. Yeah. I heard yeah. people, if they turn in more, for some reason, people are excited because they're like, oh, He's we need a, a turnaround. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was probably reeking of enthusiasm and willingness. So I think that probably <laughs> helped me. Could be. I mean, it doesn't matter, <laughs> but that's a good show to get in on. And then you got right into the union from that and yeah. started getting a lot more writing. That got me roast writing gigs and award show writing gigs. Yeah. What award show? I worked on the Spirit Awards and the Guys' Choice Awards, if you want to consider that an Damn. award show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the Guys' I, Choice Awards is. I feel bad is. that I, I, you have to sit in a room with it. us. I didn't know you were on that high of a pedestal. Oh, wow. Um, I know the Spirit the Awards, but I've never anymore. heard of the Guys' That sounds like it's, a sexist show. I'll tell yeah, you what, the Guys' I've Choice Awards, you ready for this? I actually want to do... I want to do a mockumentary about it. The Guys' Please. Choice Awards, where all the awards are like, "Bro, we want to drink a beer with award," and the <laughs> and the like. Shut your and, fucking and, mouth. And our, coolest dude to road trip with. Yeah, coolest tits award. <laughs> that entire. I could be on this show. Okay, ready for this? That entire award show, which ran like twelve years or something, run by women. Really? It's constantly the most powerful. These dumb whores. Sponsored by Maxim. No, it's it's like powerful, intimidating entertainment women like walking in the room like with like Manhattan power exec vibes and like telling a room full of dudes like what's up wow they just Fuck they were basically yes. feeding like there's a lot of dumb morons here and we need them to watch we can capitalize on these idiots the guys choice awards it was a fun it was fun that like the writers so were fun funny yeah oh my god it was such a funny experience working on the guys choice awards it was very funny and now you're new. Who hosted that thing? Um, one time I did it, and it was the the couple who stars in. What's the show about the like hip hop music executives? Empire. Empire. The couple. Oh, the Empire okay. couple. Nice. And then the other year, the host. So it's what's his name? Relatively the two new. Leaves? Terrence. Yeah, Terrence, Terrence and Teresa or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was them. Wow. And then the other year I did it. I don't remember. 
That's how good it was. <laughs> you I, just you're like, here's I, my packet. I'm I not have, watching this. I shit. have no memory of this. You could t- you That's could a tell lot us of weed who, during you the tell day. <laughs> who won best leg gap that uh, year? Oh, I could win that. Um, but it, it was cool. Like one time, uh, <laughs> Ma- Matthew McConaughey bumped into me at one, and he was like, hey, about that. All, right, "All right, It was pretty fucking cool. Um, you're this guy's. They get Benji. big names. They pay a lot of money and get big names. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was cool. So they pay you big Fuck. money, which is all that means. If they it do a, a revival, gig, yeah. could you get me in, you think? I could try. That would be so sweet. Yeah. That's the only Pitch award me. show I really want to work. Pitch me a moment with the troops and Mark Wahlberg. What What can we do with the troops and Mark Wahlberg? Go. Oh, perfect. Kill them all. This is pretty simple. Uh, what if we executed But him? Mark's not allowed to have a gun because he's a felon, and oh. so he has some more. Okay. All right, so we electrocute Marky Mark, and then everyone else we execute. Okay, we have to book this C-list reality TV star who's kind of pretty but kind of not and has no talent whatsoever, but her publicist got us this big-name star. What <sighs> award do we give her? God, how about uh, the chick who uh, slept with a quarterback who has diabetes award? Can we? I kind of like this. Can we get this that? This is working. We'll get whatever Jay Cutler's wife is, and we'll just throw her an award. <laughs> oh, fuck. She Does was Jay on- have diabetes? Yeah, Cutler's oh, diabetes. And to, his wife to? was on Laguna Laguna Beach. Is the that a fatty show? diabetes? No, or he's yours? got type one like me. He's got you. Yeah, he's got a real deal. They have to check his blood sugar. Well, I guess he's retired now, but he has to be. They used that to was to, ridiculous. Last two. That seasons. sounds like an award. Yeah, Jay Cutler could get an award. Although my my Jay nephew Cut- named his dog dumbest after looking him. face award goes to Jay Cutler. <laughs> Rex Grossman was way better. Oh, interesting. The Wonder Bear. Yes. That no one called him that except for me, but I never called him the Wonder Bear, but I like Rex Grossman. Why do you call him the Wonder Bear? Um because I heard a guy from Chicago talking about how he was he, uh Rex Grossman got the Bears to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and they lost to Peyton Manning and the Colts. Super Colts, yeah. So I, I was talking to someone from Chicago has a thick Chicago accent, and he kept talking about how Rexy Grossman, that's what he called him. Rexy, Rexy Grossman's going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I'm going to be like, I, don't, I really don't think so. <laughs> you don't know about Rexy. I'm like, yeah, Rexy, man, he is the Wonder great. Bear. Wow, I like that, the Wonder Bear. I'm like, yeah, it's not a real thing. That's, that's not, not really a thing. Like <laughs> Um, so now you have your own show yeah. about you. Yes, about you have me. to sit closer so yeah. we can really hear about this. Well, that yeah. So it's your, um, it's based on your life, or um, I mean, loosely. Basically, Esther Pipitsky it- and I we made a short film, and that like helped us pitch a show, and we got a show. And are you in drag on the show? I'm just um, asking. No, but I have a steam room scene. Yes, Ooh. I'm trying not. To, I'm trying to cut back on sodium because I have to be topless on TV <laughs> this week. All right, so lay it on us. Is there a Travolta cameo in this steam room scene? No, he's got a long history of Russian bears and fighting. (laughs) I I don't know. I uh, but we do have some really fun guest stars. I can't say who all of them are, but there's a lot of fun of them. Like Chris D'Elia is going to be. I know D'Elia's on it. Yeah, D'Elia's on it. He's been so fucking awesome and fun to work with. It's been awesome. Um, I was giving him shit the other day because I pitched Chris a lot of really good ideas, and none of them could ever be made. But I always go, Chris, I have a great idea for you. And he's like, dude, I don't want to hear any more of your show ideas. I'm like, this one's called Faggot Dolphin. And I think Wait it's perfect minute. for ABC. And he's like, no one's going to make that show. The, the network I'm on has a show coming out where it's a mermaid who kills people. It looks kind of badass. Oh, I like uh, now we're this. Talking. No, wait, this is not ABC Family anymore. It's called Freeform. It's called Freeform. Yeah. Okay. They should have had a transitional period where it was called the ABC Family Freeform. Yeah. Because now a lot of people are like, 
what part of the internet can I find Freeform on? And you're like, it's a TV station. They're like, oh yeah, I get that it's TV, but where is it on the internet? And I'm like, it's on TV. Yeah, but this it, is a TV like show. Well, Chris yeah. said it's great. He's it's like, great. I, he's like, I haven't seen it, but it seems really funny when we film, which isn't always the case when you film stuff. So, um, yeah, it's been it's fun to film. All our directors have been great. The network has been great. All the executives there are cool. Who's um, your showrunner? Is his that name's a weird Hun- question? No, his name's Hunter Covington. He's awesome. I love him. He's super funny. That's, oh, great. That's really his name. He sounds like a legit TV character. Hunter, Hunter Covington. Covington. That's a great name from too. Indiana. Yeah, he's one of you people. How, one of those people, how, if you will. Yeah. Well, well, well. He's what do got you mean light, by you people? Well, he's got light features. <laughs> Understandable. He's welcome at my dinner table, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you and Esther wrote this together, though, right? Um, we wrote the short film, just us two, and then um, and then on the uh, the pilot, we wrote with another guy named Evan Russell, who's a super awesome dude, and he's uh, a creator on the show with us, and then. We brought Hunter on board to shoot the pilot after we wrote it, and Hunter's still on board as the showrunner, and then we hired a few writers, and we have writers who help us, and they're all awesome, too. That's great. Yeah. But there's only... What s- is it about? Um, it's not really about much more Anything? than Esther and I being friends and sort of being like fish out of water outcasts in LA and like wanting to be of a higher status here and not being able to be that and sort of... Because I'm sort of like this loser amongst my... In my rich family, like they're all taller, yes. richer, and successful... I'm a loser. So there's that sort of element. And then Esther's sort of just this girl from the Midwest trying to be cool in LA. So it's. And you guys are your platonic friends. Platonic friends. But we what? We find common ground, right? What's that? I I see what you're doing. Did you just pitch us? I feel like. Are we buying the show? What? That's so Polly. That's great. How does she. How does she position her mouth? On the, yeah. on the TV show. And is, is that why open? you're platonic? Funny thing, we met Tyra Banks on the red carpet for the upfronts for our show. Big ass forehead on that one. She's, Wait a minute. She's, she's beautiful. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Esther went for it and was like, um, here are my selfies. What can I do to improve? And yes. Tyra taught her how to smile with an overbite and it worked and she looks way better. Wow. That's yeah. hysterical. And Tyra, let me tell you another thing she can do. And it's insane. Because I was around her and at different times, like people would be like, would you take a picture of me and Tyra? So I maybe took like three pictures of or with Tyra. Tyra Banks can do this. You'll go, excuse me, Tyra, can I take a picture with you? And she'll be like, she'll look around and she'll be like, this isn't, this isn't the light for it. And then she'll like spin you around, move you six feet over, and then you'll put your camera up and you'll be like, it's fucking perfect God lighting. damn, she's good. It's fucking perfect lighting. Damn it. And then she did it twice in a row where I, I was like about her. to do it. I looked at the lighting and without her, she was just like, nope. And then she'll move you eight feet turn you, tilt you, and then you put the camera there and you're like, it's fucking perfect lighting. God damn it. So now we don't know if she really is attractive or if she just always knows, knows the perfect the lights. lights and then the third photo, all of a sudden, someone was like, will you take a picture? And she just looks around because she was seated and she looks around for a second. She goes, this is a selfie. And she goes, hand me the camera. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. It was amazing. And it was, she like nailed it. Yeah, it was funny. I love that. Is she on the show or she was just there? She has a, a show on the network. It was like a, a oh, event oh, for Oh, I see. So it was a so network thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what is that show she does? The model? Supermodel model, thing? Or you, um, to be a model? Or something? Top model? She's top, always yelling at yeah, somebody. Top model, yeah. I don't think that's the show that's going to be on network. I think she's doing on Freeform. I think it's something different. She used to come here a lot. I waited on her a lot. She oh, used really? to hang out with John Singleton in the main room. Oh, okay. She's Pat got great Tuesday. vibes. She's cool. Because she, she was in... What was that one? Uh, fuck. It was a Singleton. Mike Epps. Not Mike Epps. Oh, shit. I'm messing it all him. up. No, no. That's not Singleton, you asshole. I'm, I Is can't it? think of... No. 
John Singleton, is that the one that... The one with... Uh, it had a lot of race. They were in college. Tyra yeah, yeah. Banks was the girlfriend of Omar Epps. That's it. He went yeah. to school with my friend Lauren. That's why. He, uh, he was always here, too. Poetic Justice? No. no this is the one where the white guy Joe is... Joe Tory uh, and Tupac. He's a and white Janet supremacist. Jackson. And Regina King, my favorite. What's his... The redheaded guy is yes, the white Michael supremacist? Yes, Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Um, the fuck school, is it called? School Ties? Not School oh. Ties. Yeah, but that's all Jews. Either way, yeah. Now, it's all white, and there's a Jew in there. Yeah. Have you seen School Ties? Yeah, I've seen School Ties. They Brandon Fraser. Just watch all the Jews. He seems movies. very disappointed about that. <laughs> it's Yom Kippur! Well, when you're a little Jewish kid, they scare you, the Jew into you. And they, like, force you. They show you, like, you see what's going to happen? People are racist. They're anti-Semitic. Or, like, I remember, like, teachers, like, always being, like, Cults are gonna try to get you. They're gonna try to get you to leave Judaism. They're gonna give you acid. Acid. They grew lock- up in Beverly Hills. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna lock you in a bunker and give you acid and tell you to leave Judaism and do something else. Be careful. Who said Jesus. that? Like just like there's like a, a great great grandmother. I, I went to Jew school through eighth grade, so like there's always like an element of like. It's not always stay heavy. Stay one of us. Stay one of us. It's not a heavy-handed day after day, moment after moment, but every once in a while they'd be like, watch out. The thing I I like about uh, Judaism that I hate about Christianity is. There's no desire to get anyone else to join. Yeah, there's no inviting. It's just like the so, Jews, you mean? Yeah, yeah, they're like you're not. You're not really. part of the tribe. That's basically the the vibes. Like, sorry, you you're not. You need to in. have the bloodline. And I never. Like it's not. It's a bloodline. It's not uh, just you oh, sign up. Yeah, just being a white guy from Kansas, I never thought about any of this stuff. But now yeah. that I have a daughter who's considered Jewish, people will be like, No, no, not considered. They'll be like, well, oh, so your daughter's a right? Jew. Benji? And I'm always like, that sounded really Jew- fucked yeah. up Her the way they Jewish. said that. Then you're Jewish. Yeah. See? It's because of the Jewish superiority complex. <laughs> well, if a Jewish person said it, like, oh, your daughter's Jewish, I'd be like, all right. But it's usually like a comic. They're like, oh, so is your daughter a Jew? And I'm like, wait a it minute. sounded that bad the way you wrong. said that. Because <laughs> now I want to fight you. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hunter, the showrunner, he has a Jewish wife, and he always goes, I make Jews with my dick. Oh, <laughs> I like Hunter. I like this guy. I'm going to steal Hunter's shit now. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Covington is coveting. And his Jews. and his kids call him Abba, which means dad in Hebrew, and it's like kind of funny. To, he's like such a goy from the Midwest. He's like big God. and tall and blonde. Nice. And when I see his kids call him Abba, I'm like, right. Real goyish. My my niece calls her dad Abba and her mom mom cuz mom decided she's going to speak they live in Israel, but she's going to speak English to the kid and dad speaks Hebrew, so that way the kid learns both, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's, it just seems weird to me. What if she's just like, I don't want to listen to my father anymore because I don't know what the fuck he's saying. It could be. But <laughs> she's, she lives there, so the only one speaking English is her mom. So there's, I think, a better chance that she doesn't pick that up as well. Half but. Jewish is all you need. Yeah, just a little. Just like <laughs> It's like half and half, you know? That's what you need. You don't want mix. anymore. I've seen it. Like my nieces full and Jew nephews. Full Jew is hard. My full Jewish nieces and nephews, they're sneezing and coughing nonstop. It's, it's a sinus problem. And then and then my half Jewish the, the laugh girl, just always there to agree with anything. My half Jewish niece will like headbutt you and she's eleven months old. It's like Yeah. The other ones that's are where my like, daughter's at. Yeah. She she's almost broken my teeth several times, so I have to I like check her. like Oh no, they're still there. Yeah, you want half Jewish, that's the way to go. But All right. Jew. I she's, like this. I like I prefer half goy. So yeah. That's what Dice used to always say. Ugh, real goyish. Like we, he'd be at my mother's house. You know, there's so many of us doing our little Irish Catholic whatever, and he'd be like, "Ugh, real goyish." I have goyish. I think I got it in on an episode. I don't know if I got cut yet. Perfect. No, there's keep a scene it. where like I get somewhere and I'm like, "Ugh, this is goyish." Do you guys need goyish people? I'll be an extra. I just need to work. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Me too. Yeah, Ricky and I can play. <laughs> 
dysfunctional. Just disgusting goy couple. Goy couple. Perfect. I like it. I like it too. I do this to my mom. Like a lot of times I'll be on the phone with my mom. I'll be like, ugh. And she's like, oh, you're so Jewish now that you live in LA. If you make the <laughs> noise. <laughs> Every ugh. time. But my best friend, when I moved here, my best friends were both two Jewish girls. And they, all, my especially Jen, she always did it. She, she still does it. She's like, ugh. And it's just, she's super Jew. Lenny Bruce said, I don't, I might get the wording wrong, but he would say, if you live in New York and you're goyish, you're Jewish. And if you live in Montana and you're Jewish, you're a goy. Yeah. It's like a sim, you assimilate. I get it. I got it. I like Lenny Bruce until now. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) I don't even, I don't even know where I stand anymore. Our little Catholic brains were trying to take that in. Like, what? I finally silenced you guys. I'm just, nobody's ever silenced. I'm just a goy who's moving to, Calabasas with my Jewish wife and baby. Are you moving to Calabasas? Yeah, man. I sleep with a lot of Jews. Does that make me Jewish? I played a Jewish mother on Dice's show. Um, no, you're not Jewish. (laughs) Still, you don't get Jewish from injection. Nope. Nope. People think I'm Italian. You're a shix. I had a lot of that in me. You're a shix. Shixa. I don't mind. I I don't give a shit. I. Just, but you're Italian. My I'm grandma, Irish, 100 uh, percent Irish. No Italian. Sorry. See, you did that because it's injection. Even it's even Catholic. the white people think that's disgusting. It's what? It's Catholic, so it's, it's Irish a, is bigger. I, I'm kidding. But I feel like Catholics are the Jews of Christianity, right? Yeah, because they were what? the first, and then they got, they moved on from Catholicism to start their own thing. Yeah, my mom kind would of the say, middle chapter of the. Yeah, if we weren't Catholic, we'd be Jewish. She said. Well, because you have the shame and the guilt that Jews do. Certainly. Also true. Yeah. Constant guilt. It's annoying. I but missed out on all of it. Guilt? or I don't have any guilt. Are you going to have more kids? I mean, I, I had to spend so much to get this kid. You know, we'll, we'll I, have, I have bad sperm, too. Yeah? Really bad. What happened to yours? I don't fucking know. How do know. you know? Um, I was having ball pain. And that I now think might have been hip pain that I just couldn't identify properly because like your <laughs> hips on. really close to your balls. It's, uh, like, okay. Like your hip flex, your hip flex, something in there was hurting. Right. And so I go to a doctor and they're like, yeah, you might have this thing called varicosis. Yep. Which is basically varicose veins on your on balls. On your balls, yeah, yeah. And they go, you probably have that. It's pretty common, but it means you probably can't have kids if you might have it or it's going to be tough yeah they tested me for that i didn't yeah. have it yeah and then so first they check your sperm and they're like we checked your sperm it's it's not good and i'm like not good like what do you mean and then they were like they pretty much wanted to be like so you it's don't have to wear fucking condoms. worse <laughs> yeah oh. um i yes i've been raw dogging my whole life and now i know why i don't have kids. <laughs> happy um but i know this now and so then yeah it i got the, more attractive i got the ultrasound of my balls and i don't have that condition i just have yeah. shitty sperm yeah. So you don't. Do you have still the, smoke pot? Well, that's the thing. At the time when I did it, I was smoking and drinking, and now I'm not. So, and I've heard that can make a difference. So, once I get around to not jerking off for three days, which is what you have to do to get your sperm tested, that's right. I'll get a test. You'll go again. in. That's a but hard why thing. Wait that three long? days. That's long. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, so I'm not trying to have kids right now. It's like whatever. Yeah. Dude, let me ask you a question. Is it because you're like small bone that your hip and your nuts are close like that? Like, I don't understand. Don't like, worry you, about it, Eleanor. I'm just asking a question. Like, when you get I, excited, no. does your hip tingle? I, don't um, I do have a shitty hip. I think I hockey stopped when I was skiing too much as a kid. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, God, and, you're so just, rich. Yeah. And I, I do have thunder thighs. I do have thunder thighs. <laughs> so, thunder. 
I have thunder thighs. Benji, you got to weigh what? One forty. I weigh so little right now. It's embarrassing. It is. Yeah. And it's all because you drop sodium because you're stupid steam. No. Whenever I'm like acting or I He's riding a horse with Travolta. Because of the long days? It's long days. You're on your feet all day. I don't drink or smoke weed when I'm working because I just want to be sharp. And then I don't eat gluten because like it makes me tired. And I don't want to be on set being like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be funny. And I already have low energy issues when I act. I have like, no idea what gluten is. Uh, okay. It's just wheat. No, I get it. But I mean, like, I eat things and I don't go, oh, I just ate gluten. Well, I, it's I mostly like I just don't He's eat from bread. California, Eleanor. Okay, I don't eat bread, but Fear I'll eat rice. Gluten. I'll eat it once I'm done. Produ- it just it makes me want to lay down or it makes me because my default is acting wise is not moving my face. And so, and being low energy. So I have to combat that by like That's good though, watching a, what I eat. A lot of people are the opposite where it's like, could you just chill the fuck out and not yeah. move around? And yeah. No, was, it's more natural to be yeah. stiller. But. Yeah. And I think as a stand-up, you're used to letting it all be in your voice because no one can see your face anyways. So I think that may have built that habit. No one can see your face Well, I do up? sold out theaters all the time, Eleanor. <laughs> I was like, so, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> do they black out your face? I didn't I know. I just felt like I didn't. I think, I don't know. And then also, like, it was always like, oh, if you smile and laugh too much on stage, you're a hack. So I just never leaned into facial expressions. I don't know. Interesting. And also, I was. No, I think you're right, though. That's yeah. a rule I, I, I like to I think to I created. Because when comics laugh, I fucking hate it. I got to be honest, it drives me fucking. I laugh sometimes if it's like a genuine thing that just happened. A silly thing. But that's the thing is like if it's random. My problem is when I've seen someone do the same bit Uh, 200 times and they do the same laugh in the same spot and then you're like, oh, this motherfucker. It's like like almost like leading the audience. Like you're trying to lead the witness. Like, oh, now it's time to It's just attempting to make it seem like it's off the cuff and it's not. The only device you should use on stage is pretending like you care and pretending like you've never said this before. Besides that, just try to have yeah, Kinnison That's rolls. not an easy thing to do, but to make it organic every time, that's not easy. It's but not. It's, it's, uh, I enjoy it. Try to do that. But I, I do hate when people laugh at themselves on stage or like... I can't explain it. I can see like four people right now that do it. I, love, I always crazy. fuck with DeLeo when I see him do it too much. And he'll bring me ah, up because I usually go right after him. He does do it. Go, You're right. Dude, did you? He did does? You, yeah. Did you really Tiny think? Tiny bit. Not a lot. But Did yeah. you really think that bit was funny when you said it? He's like, what? I'm like, because I've seen you say it before. And he's like, oh, dude. <laughs> he just kind of laughs and. I just like fucking with him. Really, that's what it boils down but to. But I feel like he's a little bit more genuine. He wasn't one of the people I saw when I. Like, he just you know get silly yeah he he is silly that's his thing um but benji's yawning so i think we should i'm fine but we can end it if you want we're we're at an hour five so oh good see what we did there we made it guys i was uh nervous to have you on because i'm like he's low energy and he has no facial yeah we won't be able to tell whether he's enjoying it or not right but it's you know but once we started talking goy this was fun you guys are fun Sometimes I walk away from a podcast being like, I was not funny. And then I'm, I'm like, and it was the host's fault. Yes. <laughs> but this was fun. What I like about that is it's, so funny. it's always well, we pre- someone else's fault. We yeah. prefer, always. like, it's true. We prefer people that worked at the comedy store. Right. Like, it's cool to have big comics. Like, we've had, like, great names on, whatever. But when they worked here and they, they know yeah. the fucked upness that I, it is. I, I, mi- I love how it is now, but I also miss how it used to be. But oh I do God. love the change. Like, I love it. And then I'm also like, I wish we could still break in at 3 a.m. and steal booze. Yeah. Like, that's just You had a break in? We would just stay. Or you stay. Yeah, I mean, I, the comedy store, in a lot of ways, I feel like it evolved with me. And this is just me making it all about me. 
But when I would just, I had nothing to do in life, I would show up here at nine o'clock and I would drink until two in the morning. Okay. And when they closed the bar, I would just walk on stage at like one forty in the morning, whenever, who, no matter who was on stage, I would just walk up on stage behind them in the OR, go through the curtain, down into the bar, and then just load up my pockets with more beers and stuff, and then just walk back out and the comic would be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, don't worry about it. I would go to the fridge and back. <laughs> yeah. Because we all knew the code. What yep. was it, 1976 or 19, no. 1974, 72? The year it opened, that was, yes. the, that was the big lock code? Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> no God, one will we ever had crack so many, that code. We had so many codes like that, and I'd be like, Mitz, I think we should change Maybe them. No, just leave it the way it is. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, and then people would be robbing us, and I'm like, I think we should change <laughs> the code. Yeah. I was going to say Eddie and, Griffin. Oh, like the waitresses weren't robbing this no, place. No, I mean bigger, different, money. Like envelopes oh. out of the safe, like waitresses oh, drops yeah. and things like that. Yikes. And I was like, I mean, a couple beers here and there That's or fine. a free drink or a little alcohol, you know, whatever. No big deal. But this. You know, you take $300 out of the fucking. Yeah, when somebody's taking a $1,500 drop just yeah. from one waitress, you're like, fuck, you know, and that was happening. And then we caught Oy him. Vey. We finally caught him. But it took a while. Uh, and he wasn't even, he, he, we thought he knew the code because the code was so fucking obvious, but he was just putting a hanger in there and pulling it out. Oh, man. Because there was a, a tiny move. little slot like this. Yeah, that's how that we would in. drop the money oh. That's how it Don't leave the, a slot in there. Oh. I used to get in the Any phone room with a credit card. crafty man can come in. <laughs> yeah. You like that change I like up? that twist up on the, the old saying. Mm-hmm. I used to smoke weed in the phone's room once they would lock it because I didn't always like, I like to smoke weed alone. Like I don't like. Yeah. Sure. You smoking don't want to share. Like, you didn't have wipes no, to wipe sh- down the pipe after Yeah, I don't want to share germs with 10 fucking Apravaya. homeless people. PJ. <laughs> Literally yeah. homeless people yeah. when you wanted to smoke weed. Eddie Whitehead's back there. Like, hey, son. You're like, <laughs> this isn't happening, Eddie. It's so uncomfortable when you see homeless open micers begging for change. <laughs> it's not, oh not, it's not uncomfortable to me. There was it's a- important to make sure the, the hens know who the rooster is, Benji. Benji you just- Do you know who Mickey? Remember Mickey? Yeah. I, I still get emailed by Mickey. Mickey? Yeah. Okay, so- yeah, he'd come in. I waited on. I thought he was homeless, right? So yeah. one night. Mickey has a rich dad. He's fine. Super rich dad. He gave me a fucking black card. Yeah. I swear to God. I was yeah. like. Mickey's doing fine. I, I looked he at it. I was like, Mickey? Yep. And I, I brought it in the back and I was look. I put it up to the light. I thought it was fake. I was like, anybody know <laughs> Mickey's last name? Yeah. Like, I didn't know what to do. And I, I showed Rubens. everyone. Yeah. I remember. Uh, I, saw, he has a fucking I saw Mickey card. at uh, the post I had office. I bought him beers, by the way. Yeah. Because I felt bad for him. Because he's mentally ill. That's I, what you. God that's what you get it. for feeling bad for the mentally ill. I was. I Most was, of them have rich fathers. Uh, yeah, that's the way it works. <laughs> Goddamn Goyam. I was that's standing in line in Goyam. the uh, in the post office in Santa Monica one time, dropping a package off when I had a day job. It was for for work, and the line was it was lunchtime, so it was like there was eight people in front of me and then after the next five minutes there was ten people behind me and I'm just standing there waiting just like eh, at least I'm not in the office and there's your that's Rick Ingram from the comedy store <laughs> and I'm like oh god and I turn around hello Rick Ingram and everyone's just like what the fuck's that homeless guy yelling in the yeah, back well. what's up Mickey how you doing <laughs> yeah that's go- all he said I'm like okay if you guys want to hear like literally a 12 hour inside joke with myself while I was doing phone shifts for a while 
I had Mickey come in and we would sing songs and I would learn songs. No. And I knew he had a ri- <laughs> I knew Why? he had a rich father, so I thought it'd be funny if we learned how to play the song uh, "Fortunate Son" by Creedence. <laughs> yeah. Because he totally wouldn't understand the irony that we're both fortunate. Yeah. And that this song doesn't relate to either of us at all. And I made him learn the lyrics and we would sing "Fortunate Son." <laughs> how did you know he had a rich father did I he tell you I, wouldn't, I, I spent a lot of time with that guy yeah I, I, as well. I, I mean I talked to him but I was mostly yelling at him like Mickey you gotta sit in the potluck section I you knew know, he, like, and he, his brother's pretty well to do and has like a normal job and stuff and yeah. you can tell Mickey is the, the outcast kid he lives in Thailand we, he lives we, in Thailand and he's not employed didn't we make up that he killed Gaylord or something? Well, first of all, we truly believed it because no. okay. the last that time... That was my favorite yeah of his. It was like the, the ha-ha yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the longer yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, le- he legitimately smashed a bottle on Gaylord's head and left him, and that was the last anyone had ever seen Gaylord. So oh, then people were like, he probably died. And that, and then Mickey was, were like, why would you smash a bottle on his head? And he was like, he was trying to karate chop me. <laughs> or karate kick. He was trying to karate kick me. It's like, yeah, legit. Okay. okay. Yeah. And last time and I saw Gaylord. And then Gaylord came back. Yeah. Yeah, because Danish yeah. brought him back. Someone found Bilak. No, no, it was uh, Todd Munson. Todd Munson Wrote brought, an article. Yeah. And it was online. And then some kids in... Detroit were like, that's that guy from the Seven <laughs> Eleven, and they f- they found him, and then they called the comedy store, and they're like, that Gaylord guy's alive. He hangs out at Seven Eleven here, and they uh, Dan Bilak answered the phone. He was like, well, next time you see him, call the comedy store and let us talk to him. So then they called one night. They're like, hey, do you know Gaylord? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, these kids say that they have Gaylord with them, but I don't know how to tell. I'm like, give me the phone. Hello, who's this? Rick Ingram. Rick Ingram, how's your father? Is he still a lawyer? And he started going on. I'm like, that's Gaylord. A machine ripped his leg off. And then they, a machine uh, ripped his leg off. And then they sent us a photograph of Gaylord holding a, a newspaper that was something about Hurricane Katrina because that was going on oh, at the time. I was like, yeah, it's legit. He's alive. Mickey, Gaylord's alive. Really? Like you could tell it's like, oh, damn. <laughs> He did not have a rich father, no. Gaylord? Yeah. Uh, no, he just had a, like a middle-class family. Got it. But he's back now. He lives in Some of these homeless do better Glendale. than I do. Yeah. I know. It's a sad thing. Um, what is it? <laughs> it's an email from Mickey that says, Happy New Year, and then the, that this <laughs> the subject is Happy New Year, and um, then the entire body- The just, real New Year or Jewish New Year? This is the real New Year. I got okay. this on December 31st. And then the, the, the oh, subject, the body just says Mickey. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> New Year, Mickey. That's special. Just, that's uh, hilarious. Better, better write in the, in the email who's from. Who is from? I have one, but it won't pull up. So Aloha. I don't have Great Mickey. to see you at the comedy store. Not sure how long I'll be here. Hoping until Halloween. Let's do lunch, Mick. I, I, I took him to lunch. I'm really happy that he doesn't have my email. I loved when that video popped up of him being interviewed in Bollywood. And they were like, yeah, so you're a star in this movie. You know, what's it like acting in Bollywood? And he's like, yeah, it, not a lot of American stars like myself and Richard Gere. And I just remember being like, that's the best. He put himself in the same category as Richard <laughs> Gere. Richard Gere. <laughs> He's nice looking, Mickey, kind of. He looks like Sam Elliott. Yeah. 
Yeah, I could see him being a handsome dude when he was younger, right? Tall. Yeah. Before he was full, when, when he was full blown crazy. Or, yeah. yeah. You know. And then he started hanging out with Johnny tall. Zapp and everything started falling apart. Yeah, Zapp took him down. For sure. That's Zapp gross. drained him. <laughs> That's a tough one. You can't be around that. But now, that now Zapp's up in Lancaster and he's thinking about getting a show started and we're all going to be rich, guys. Oh, I can't wait. Are we going to yeah. get booked even though we talk so much shit about him? <laughs> he's, he sent me the longest uh, email as well. No, it was a Facebook Does message. Does Hey, are you getting these messages? There's like nine of them in a row. <laughs> I'm doing a room. It's at a steakhouse. Can you even read this? How come you're not responding? It says you read it. <laughs> it says you read it. It just occurred to me that most of Mickey's troubles were just because he only said yeah. 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 So hey, like, Mickey, hey, you want to come help me move some stuff? Yeah. yeah. Great. I'll yeah. pick you up tomorrow in my moving van. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a sin. <laughs> I can't remember what he would do on stage, though. Like, I know Gaylord. I remember Mickey going on stage. I know Scotty Barrett. First time I saw him, he had the Doors, Riders on the Storm playing on CD on a boombox. And then he just went up there and, the atmosphere on Mars is very red and cold. Riders on the Storm. You're like, it's kind of art. But at the same time, just definitely a crazy person that likes the doors. That's another thing. There's no more mentally ill open micers anymore. Yeah, we yep. don't have the fun that it used to be. Yep. Now they're like real life open micers. Humans that are trying and it's just not funny. I mean, they might be sleeping in their car, it, but they have a car. In our in our glory days, there is so much to laugh at and not laugh with. Guys. And it just felt good. There was a rule that the the open mic list needed one mentally ill person. It needed that was the one. rule. It needed five. It, was, but, oh, it yeah. was the rule where they'd be like, well, who's our crazy, insane person <laughs> who might stab somebody? Where's Scotty Barron? Put him up there. Oh, my this God. is a comedy show, isn't it? <laughs> Where's the homeless guy <laughs> selling chicken heads? Easily, like I quit Sundays because I started learning their the act. I was like, "Fuck this! I can't wait tables during potluck anymore." Because Gaylord, Scotty Baron, Boon Chakalaka. Hey, wait, oh, what? oh, I knew his whole fucking act. Yep, the oh, guy Scottie who shot Baron. his face off. You remember that guy? Oh, no face, no face. That was the guy with just the hole. Yes, that was a special. And then guy. he never talked about it. He never addressed yeah. it on stage. And we're like, the last time there's I, a hole in your face. The last time I saw you that no guy, PJ Stansberry. He asked PJ to bum a cigarette, and it didn't end well. PJ just gave it to him. First of all, that's disgusting. You think I want to watch you smoke a cigarette out of that butthole on your face? No, he said that to him? <laughs> yeah. And they like, he went on this whole rant. It's, you, you've you've, you've out, outstayed your welcome. It's that time guy, for you to go. Oh, really? And the guy was like, I just wanted a cigarette. And I was like, I think that guy must have killed himself. He tried to. Well, no, that's I mean, eventually. what happened to his face. Yeah. One time I saw You're him. You're saying like, he finished the job? I think he must have. Probably. One time I saw him on the street. Part of your skull. You saw him on your street? No, I saw him like on the sidewalk, like laying down. No. It was definitely no face. It wasn't not no face. <laughs> you, you don't forget no face. Because he had. Is that no face no or face? Is that <laughs> Was that maybe a different guy that has the same? We have to make clear. No face? I, I, the, to the people listening, there was a guy <laughs> who tried to blow his head off and didn't fully blow his head off and just blew his face off so he had eyes he had slits for eyes a slit for a mouth and maybe like two holes for a nose but it was flat it was like it was less than flat it was inverted it looked like someone if (laughs) someone took a shovel but made it a knife and sliced your face off like it was kind of crescent shaped his face yeah yes yes and it was just slits and he would he would drink beers 
which yeah. was always interesting to just watch the, the oh. bud bottle go to the, the mouth hole. Yeah. And then he wanted a cigarette, and he asked the wrong guy on the wrong day. And he let him have it. <laughs> you think I want to watch you smoke that out of that <laughs> butthole on your face? I'm like, oof. And then there was the kid with big hands you? who killed oh himself. And he did kill himself. He, he really did kill himself? Big hands killed himself. I don't remember big hands. I remember big hands. It was a nice young man. He had ago? elephantitis of the hands. He killed himself. How long ago did he? Four years, three years ago. God, I, now yeah, I feel bad. We did a I never, show in the belly room, and I he never had a chance to ridicule big hands. No, what it was did he sad. use? Like, I mean, you could pull the trigger from anywhere. I guess he choked. He choked himself. Probably, Sorry, I think it was that pills. Was he choked himself was worse than what I said. <laughs> well, that's all. They're pills? all good fun stories. That's the important part about people killing themselves. Stand up so popular, and there's no more no faces and no, no more, more big hands. We don't have time for that. God, we need the no-face big hands. If you guys are out there. Listen, if you have some sort of a physical abnormality, we would love to expose it, it on. to enjoy it for our own amusement, and to never help you in any way advance in the industry. I was nice True. to the guy, the, the kid with big, big hands. hands. I remember him. He was funny. I, I liked him. Is. He was nice. I mean, I wouldn't. Well, maybe not funny, but he was sweet. He, would he was funny. sweet, and you could tell there was like a sadness there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. I did a few belly room shows with him, I remember correctly. Yeah. But I think some people like would maybe not shake his hand. That's understandable. I would always hug him. I shook his hand. I would shake his hand because I would bring him up at the potluck. And I always wanted, I would always say, um, that guy's the best finger out there. I've, something he had her own joke about say. that. Cause oh, yeah, because he would say it, right? Yeah. So I would. I remember yeah, I would like would, piggyback it or something. Because yeah. his fingers were enormous. Dick. They were like, yeah, cock-sized. I, I, the only person I wouldn't shake hands with was Monkey Bones, and okay. that's just because and I, as every, he was missing a finger. He was missing a finger, and when you shake his hand, he he wiggle the nub on you. Oh, to fuck that with that guy! Yeah, like grab your hand with both hands, like Trump style, where he won't let go of someone's hand, and then he would nub you with your get that fucking filthy nub off my hand. His name was Wits, and then he switched to Monkey Bones, and then I he think. tried to switch to Mike Dick. And, no, no, I'm from America. Like you have a thick <laughs> Yugoslavian accent. Your name is not Mike Dick. Anybody with a dumb name when I was doing potluck, I would call out before I brought him. Like I was, I would be mean after you did your comedy, but if you had a stupid name, I would bring it up while I was bringing. You was up. it this finger? I remember Freddie Soto used like to wave one. to him. Yeah, Freddie Soto would be like wits, and he put his finger down like to make him feel comfortable, and it used to look so gross. He'd be like, "What's up, wits?" And yeah, I always so go. Creepy. I'd always go. This guy only has nine fingers because Slobodan Milosevic couldn't finish <laughs> the job. You are very smart. This is a very bad taste joke, but you are very smart. Like, shut up, monkey bones. I am from here. I am American. My name is first of all. My name is Mike Dick. <laughs> yeah, we know it is. He was nuts. I miss all the nuts. Yeah, you well, did miss it when it was maybe happening, but yeah, then think, you were like, because so, some weeks you wouldn't get a spot, and those assholes would, and you'd yeah. be like, "This is ridiculous." I think I missed the insanity because, like, this yeah. place used to like. There was a carefree attitude when, whenever you're in that era. Yeah, like performing with all those people was miserable. But when I look at it now, it's like I had no cares in the world. Yeah, yeah. my life was like. Who am I going to get high with today? How yeah. drunk am I going to get? Will I get on stage? And then yeah. you do it again the next day. Hopefully yeah. no face doesn't swallow the whole joint. Just accidentally <laughs> suck the whole cigarette in like a vat. <laughs> Should sorry. I air air guitar tonight for Don or not? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly the BKO. Do I yeah. get BKO? to be Do yeah. I get to be Rick or do I have to be Darnell for the entirety of when Don is at the club tonight? 
I think I did appreciate it while it was happening, though. Like, I do have a lot of memories of, like, being drunk and high I thought in it was the fun. back, yeah. watching Dawn being like, this is insane. I can't believe this is happening. Like, yeah. I and think no I one's did ex- here to witness it. Yeah, three people yeah. are watching. I mean, again, when I, I remember changing the sign and coming into the OR and walking through and then looking over and then looking as I'm walking and turning back around like, wait, what? And look over and it's just. Blue Iris licking yes. Perry's ass. Oi, Vazemir. So, and you're like, what is going on? And there's like, just like this couple from, they're from like Iowa or something. They're sitting in there just. Also dead. Very concerned. <laughs> Blue Iris, dead. I like it because it also gives you an appreciation. And it happens now when I'm working on a show where it's like, I remember working the Tuesday night cover booth and being like, there's not enough people here to start. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then Argus sure. being like, I'm out of here. Like, I remember a lot of times, not a lot of times, but there were times where Argus Plenty was like- of times, yeah. Argus would be like, even, no, I'm out of here. Not worth it, yeah. And then now when you see it sold out on a Tuesday night where- You're the, like, wow. You're like, and you want to like amazing. go up to the door people and be like, when I was here, yeah, sure. this show wasn't even started. Let me tell you about the arts. <laughs> what? Early That's 2000s, how it feels, friend. too, though. Yeah. And it's not even that like- well for me i am that old but you're not that old like I, i've been here since 93 so that's yeah. a fucking long time. yeah you've seen some shit and now that i'm working on this show and there's all these professional people like you're like this it's, is weird. it's crazy like i once shot a sketch with esther where jay mandiam was our camera guy and he made a boom mic with a broom so it was a broom mic we took <laughs> a microphone and duct tape it to the end of a broom classic and so sometimes i'm like looking around at all these professional people and i'm like it started with a broom mic. It started with a broom mic. It started damn. with a broom mic. If it makes you guys, here. if it makes you feel better, I still haven't even filmed something with a broom <laughs> mic. So some of us are still struggling. We will get you in the broom mic. We'll I'm going to talk to Jay Mandiam and see if he can't get me something. He had a good camera back in the day. Oh, Probably killer! Still yeah, yeah, yeah. All the rich yeah. kids did. Panasonic HVX. <laughs> That's a good damn. one. I don't even know what that means, but I'm sure he's right. talking. He's talking technical terms because he knows we're a couple of losers. I get it. I get it. Speak um, for yourself. Because <laughs> I'm a loser and you're a winner, but well, not the winner that understands camera talk. Right. I don't understand camera. I know some stuff, but not a lot. I don't know anything. Do you? Uh, do you have social media? I do. Yes. Where, where can that. they find you? Benji Aflalo, figure out how to spell my name, and oh. you'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, when does your show come out? Not until January. Oh, that's Are you, still, you're filming right now? Free filming right now. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have about six months of not being a cool person on TV. And then that's when the big time shit happens. And that's when you get to see my real personality. I can't Ooh. wait. If anyone says like that guy really changed, I'm going to be like, that rich motherfucker <laughs> mistreated me from the beginning. He He's who he is. an asshole. It'll be glorious. He was mean yeah, to Jimmy Pitt. How I many episodes wait. are you doing? We're doing 10, so the pilot's already in the can, and we're shooting nine more. Sweet. Very man. exciting. Congrats. Thanks, That's man. That's very cool. Well, Rick yeah. and I are available. Yep. Just saying. Goy. All right. I'm perfect to play that. Or if you guys have like like someone who's the opposite of Tommy, just like white trash <laughs> who didn't oh, grow up in the right place. Tommy. Let me give you a little advice about comedy. <laughs> we talk about Tommy a lot in the room because he's just such a character. Work it's on your beats. I watched your sh- Benji, I watched the show. I wanted to give you a few oh. notes. The beats weren't right. I appreciate that Delia's in it. His hair looks great. What about Whitney? <laughs> <laughs> Always funny. Whitney. He loved Whitney. Loves Whitney. Loves Whitney. Damn it. Yeah. My, my favorite Tommy quote of all time. Well, 
good-looking men are the darlings of the nightclub industry. <laughs> God, that is beautiful. Wait, good-looking men are the darlings? Are the darlings of the nightclub industry. Because he was justifying why Mitzi liked good-looking comics and yeah. why the lineups looked the way they look. And he considered himself a very good-looking man I mean, also, I've so. heard from people that he was, or like, as a young man, he was very good-looking. No. He's told me that. He's told uh, me He's the that only one I know, but... I could see it, I guess. Especially I mean, in Florida. Who knows? Again, mm-hmm. light features, trim physique. We're not all good looking. <laughs> I've been skinny and light featured my whole life, and clean. no one's ever told me I was a 10. Clean me of this Shylock DNA, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, well, thanks for being on. Thank we appreciate you guys it. This so was so much, much. fun. Thank yeah, you. Man. We good love times. you, and I yeah. look forward to your show. Yeah. What's yeah. the name of it? Too. What's it called? It's called Alone Together. It's going to be on Freeform in January. Freeform, check it out. Come also, to the on comedy the, store. also on the Freeform app, but also on your TV. Okay. It's on. It's on Freeform on TV. Don't ask them what internet channel it's on because yeah, we Jack will asses. ridicule you. Yes. We'll just that's all I'm going to say. We'll tear you to pieces. And come see us live here at the Comedy Store all the time. Yep. All the time. Thanks, guys. I'm Rick Ingram. I'm Eleanor Kerrigan. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>